to at least give people like the the developer the and when it came out and that kind of stuff just like if I try to if I build a show as an archive you should give some people some archival stuff it's really difficult with uh, mobile games especially because when they're on the iTunes page they don't show when they released they Mm. show when they were last updated Mm. which is also a useful thing for people but so I I, I ends up being a lot of Wikipedia um, sometimes which which can be bad and can be good but um, I like it yeah actually actually, you know what I like that I like that thing that we talked about we're gonna we're gonna keep that in the podcast this is a cold open cold open (laughs) podcast all right, hi guys. Uh, welcome to Gamers on the Go. Uh, we are in our third of four uh, of this batch of mobile games that we're talking about. Uh, I'm back here uh, with Ryan Dampf. Hello. Yeah, and uh, we're going to be talking about uh, another mobile game here. Uh, that it's on mobile, but it's on Vita as well. Uh, and I, I think the really interesting thing is that we've played. It's on PC too. And it's on uh, yeah, it's on PC. It's I. Um, uh, it's on a lot of different systems. It's on PS3. Is it? And it's on PS3. I think it's coming to PS4. Oh, that's weird. It's coming everywhere. Like huh. this, this is a very prolific it's game. Coming to a system near you. If it's absolutely not over there. probably yeah. Honestly, <laughs> uh, we're talking about Don't Starve uh, from Clay Entertainment, and I think the really cool thing, and we'll get into this in in the show here. Uh, you've played the mobile version, the iOS version. Yes. I've played the Vita version, and I we have not played. I've the, played uh, the PC version. Too. Okay, you've played on PC. Yeah. Okay, so we've we have the a gamut. good cross section of all the all the different ways to play. Don't starve. Yeah, I haven't and, played the on the system as far as like if they. Have, I guess you said it's on PS3. I, know I haven't played it on that, but yeah, yeah like I said, we put, I played it on the PC for sure. Yeah. Well, Mac, yeah. So so I write down things. Just to, I have my notes here. Just uh, like we we talked about the archives thing in the cold open. Uh, so like I have developer Clay Entertainment, publisher Clay Entertainment, release April twenty third, uh, twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vita version came out uh, on September second, twenty fourteen, mm-hmm. and the iOS version came out July 9th, twenty fifteen. Yep. Uh, and then I have platforms. And I wrote down iOS, PC, Mac, Vita, PS4, and then I got tired, so I just wrote et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> it's on pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's a cool game. Yes. Uh, so it, it kind of deserves to be on, on all these things. Uh, before we get into it, though, I want to make one statement. Okay, what is it? I love one of Clay's previous games. Okay. Mark of the Ninja. Okay. It came out for, uh, came out for uh, Xbox 360. Okay. I love it. It also came out for PC. Okay. But I played it I played so much of that game on, on Xbox three sixty and unlocked every single thing for it. Became I wouldn't say I'm a master, but I became really good at the game. Really like the game. Uh-huh. It hasn't come out to anything else. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can't, actually never even heard of it. I can't play this game anymore. I, I have I, I might be able to play on my laptop. I just don't like playing games on my laptop. Oh, sure. I have it. I have my 360 right here. I could load it up. I want to play it on my PS4. I want to play it on my Xbox One. I want to play it on a Wii U. I want to play it on a Vita. Yeah. It'll never happen, but I want it on my Vita. Yeah. And Clay, like, Clay is pissing me off with all this Don't Starve stuff. Like, Don't Starve is everywhere. Well, it's one of their, I think it's probably their biggest game. That It's just yeah. been so hot after they, um, after they released it. A lot of... For people who don't know, Twitch is a, a gaming platform um, where pe- uh, people stream 
themselves playing games. Mm-hmm. And there's a decent Don't Starve community, especially when it first, whenever they update or get a new product um, that plays this game. And I think it's one thing that's made the Don't Starve. They've kind of turned it into franchise, actually. For sure. Um, because there's. They have Don't Starve, the original. Then they created Don't Starve Giants. Now, not all of these are on Valley mobile. Valley of Giants. Yeah, these are not all on mobile. Um, the Giants, yeah. I think, is... Getting... Oh, man, I, I think you're right. The There's a DLC that came out, I want to say, last year, late last year, uh, that I don't remember the name for. It's something... Shipwreck, that's the name. So, well, so Shipwreck sh- just came out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not on the Vita. Nope. And it, I don't think it's on the iOS version either. It's only on the PC. I Correct. Bet, I bet that'll come to those eventually. Yeah, I've play- I downloaded it and played it on my Mac. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's Don't Starve Together. Yep. Which... Uh, also isn't on everything. Right. And that is really just Don't Starve with multiplayer yeah. in there as well. Um, which I haven't played that one yet. I haven't either. Uh-huh. Maybe because... It's probably because I don't have a lot of friends on Steam, and yeah. I don't play a lot of like right. actual computer games. I, I can <laughs> so like on the Vita. I know, I know. There's uh, it goes with your PSN friends, so I have all my PS4 people on there too. Yeah. But like thinking about my friends with Vitas, yeah. it's a very, very small. So they did come out with it on Vita, though. Mm-hmm. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Um, but I haven't, I haven't played any of that. I think there's yeah. actually online play too, so I, I should try that. I've only played it uh, single player though. Yeah, it's the only one I haven't touched yet. It definitely seems interesting. So yeah, we talked about uh, you talked about Twitch and how this yes. game is is popular through its streaming, and I think that's mostly due to the kind of game that it is. It's it's very much takes from um, it very much takes some elements from Minecraft, which uh, I mean that, that's. One of the biggest games out there yeah. ever. Um, so, it's a crafting game. Yeah, there's there's crafting in there. I, I think it definitely takes um, from from even like older games. I, I mean, it takes from Rogue. I mean, it's a roguelike. Mm. Um, it takes from a game maybe maybe a little bit like maybe maybe like a little bit like Dwarf Fortress. Maybe not exactly, but it takes mm. it takes some elements from these kinds of things. But it's a uh, yeah, you, you, it's a survival game. You're you're definitely out there. It's uh, so there are tons of games out there now, like Daisy and and uh, survival games. Yeah, all of those kinds of survival games. And and Don't Starve is kind of like those as well, but it's it's uh, not it's not massively multiplayer like those other. Yeah. Ones. So Don't Starve, you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you there is a little story that you know you're this kid and this guy kind of like strands you on this in this area yeah you're working on like a science project for school and you get a like a mysterious call through the radio that says yeah. hey i can i can help you out and then you kind of get deeped out and you're yeah you're, and you create this thing that releases this guy and then, like <laughs> it's just kind of weird little story it is it is very odd and it's very tim burton-esque yes. not not yes. just in not in the tone of the story but also absolutely in the visuals and yeah, that is that's that one thing that clay has in spades is all of their games are visually gorgeous. You talk about games like Shank, you talk about games like Mark of the Ninja, uh, Don't Starve, and then their newest game, Invisible Ink, mm-hmm. is gorgeous. Like, yeah. Oh man, Invisible Ink needs to come to Vita too. Like that game, <laughs> that game looks awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, I think their art style is really cool too. Not just the Tim Burton style, but it's almost like everything was like drawn on paper mm-hmm. and then cut off of the piece of paper and pasted into the game which may sound a little weird 
while you're listening to it, but it's yeah. such a cool, unique art style. Um, right, it's, a, it's that a sketched idea. It's not like a tearaway where it, it's not like paper craft, but it's mm. it's definitely looks like it was sketched on a piece of paper and then yeah. scanned in or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's just such a unique, cool look. It's very distinct. To me, it also shows that you can create a really good game and you don't have to have these like very high realistic images. Mm-hmm. Um well, honestly, all the mobile games we're talking about each have their own very unique look that aren't highly re- realistic. But this one specifically, the animations aren't even like super uh, these super polished. Um, yeah, most of like the animations are things. are like the the Sonic almost Sonic style where you're just oh yeah. your hands become blur and oh yeah. nope, there's a new thing and it works and it looks so good. Yeah, it's a it's a very pretty game, uh, which is it's interesting because that game is so dark. Mm-hmm. It, part of the part of the whole game, it does have a day night cycle. Even the day is is pretty dark, but the the night really does become pitch black, and that's a mechanic and a solid mechanic. Uh, not a solid, it's a, it's a important mechanic in the game that uh that you need to build a fire every night because there is a creature that comes out at night that will instantly kill you yeah. if you don't have if you're not bathed in light of, of some sort yeah, essentially you have a san- uh, insanity or a sanity meter mm-hmm. which means uh, you're gonna go crazy um and then you start seeing monsters and then yeah they kill it's you. so the thing I like about this game, it's what I like and don't like at the same time. It is, it's very management heavy. Uh, not only with all the things that you're crafting, so you're looking for all these crafting materials, uh, grass and, and logs and getting enough things to make your pickaxe or getting enough things to make your, your axe to cut down trees so you can then make something else. Mm-hmm. Like you need to get your firewood, you need to get your kindling stuff. You need materials that can act as fuel for the fire and there's yeah. a, a range of materials that will work for that some better than others um but also like you mentioned with the meter it's not just a sanity meter there's also a health meter there's also and there's also a a a hunger meter as well and all these things can kill you all of them can (laughs) and that's to say nothing of like all the enemies in the world that uh, that are there to attack you And, and there are just things that you kind of run into and discover that some things you can take advantage of and some things you just don't understand yet. And and that's because maybe you don't know what to do with it yet. Yeah. Or you don't have a tool that interacts with it yet. Right. So like for, for me, one of the early things I found, I found these rabbits mm-hmm. uh, and you'd want to kill the rabbit. So you then mm-hmm. have something to eat and like cook it on the fire and, and eat it. But I couldn't just running up to a rabbit. You could never catch one. Mm-hmm. And even when I had my axe, like I couldn't, <laughs> it it would outrun me every time, and it would dig into a hole. And then I got a shovel, and I was like, okay, I can dig you out of your hole with my shovel. Yeah. And that was great; it's out again, but I still couldn't catch it. <laughs> uh, so there are there, and and that's still something that I haven't gotten to yet. I haven't played a ton of Don't Start. Oh, really? I haven't I haven't played quite. I want to play more of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I still haven't found the thing that helps me get the rabbits. Like, oh, I found a spear, but I can't. I don't think I can throw the spear from what I've played, so I just yeah. I think this is we're talking we're like coming up on talking about one of the issues I think with the game Um, personally is I guess you got to see it as a survival game first Mm -hmm. and a crafting game second because you craft to stay alive, but the crafting part can be a little bit 
difficult, and maybe not difficult, but not ABC. Um, it's yeah. you don't necessarily know what you need to make or how you can, what you need to create to then be able to make something to catch the rabbit. Mm-hmm. So, spoiler alert: you need a cage. It's a um, essentially you just make a, uh, a simple little cage that's held up by a piece of wood, and the rabbit goes in there, and then okay. it falls on top of the rabbit and keeps the rabbit in there. Gotcha. Um, so, but you don't like the game doesn't tell you. Like, oh, that's a rabbit. You need a cage for it. For sure. Right? You kind of have to yeah, there's look that... on the internet or scroll through. If you're only in the game, you mm-hmm. want to keep it in the game. You kind of just got to scroll through and just kind of figure things out. Yeah, there's definitely some emergent gameplay that comes out there. Um, and I think my issue with the game, and and it's maybe just because I'm, I'm not so much of a survival game fan. Mm. Um, my issue is that you're, it's way too easy to die. It is very easy, uh, especially um, if you haven't played a lot. Mm-hmm. It is it's very difficult because there's actually set things that you need to do and have uh, in a certain amount of time to make sure that it is easier. And if you the game doesn't tell you that, mm-hmm. so it you just keep dying and it sucks. Right. And there's no you know there's no real help on walking you through it really. Right. So something. The thing I struggle with, I one of my a game that I really have loved that has come out recently is Binding of Isaac, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I I think there are there are definitely some some similarities yep. to, to Don't Starve sure. in that there is a lot of things that you don't know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's it's up to you to take some chances to learn some things. Like you you can throw a run away just by learning. Like you you might have oh, to man. do that a couple I mean, times. So just... Honestly, with Don't Starve, I've I probably played eight times where I so two. I don't know if we mentioned this. It's a permadeath mm-hmm. game, which means you play it. Want you start it up and you have a save, and then once you die in the game, your save is gone. You're done. Yeah, it, it is that roguelike so style. It's, it's a permadeath, a long kind of a long. It can be a long journey permadeath, but once you die, it's over. So mm-hmm. I played where I died probably at least eight or so times, and then I actually just looked up on the internet too, like what are some things I need to do sure. in general? How, a, how do you even beat this game? Because I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are set things you should be doing to stay alive. Right. Otherwise, it's almost impossible or really frustrating but there are some persistent elements that if you we did say it's permadeath but um i believe once you learn a crafting recipe you know it for the rest of the game nope really everything starts over really yeah okay yeah yeah everything starts over um you so you start with a set amount of things you can craft Mm -hmm. always and then to learn more things to craft you create this machine, a science machine, yeah, a science machine, and there's a couple other things you can create, like a, a, like a boiling pot. I think it teaches you how to make some different food things. Um, but each one of those then opens up more things that you can learn. Okay. But you always have to create the science machine sure. in the game to open any of that stuff up. But in your head, yeah, this is probably okay. where you're, yeah, like, it's getting mixed up a little bit. Is that you know now? Oh, I need to build the science machine. I remember that I need to build the science machine mm-hmm. so that I can build 
X, you know, to Got do you. Y. Yeah. I, I think I became so proficient at like building that science machine immediately. You, because no, you, you have do. to. Exactly. That you know, it just seems like those things open up and you're looking for that one piece there. of gold, man. So yeah, that's very yeah, and that's very similar to something like a like a bind of Isaac, where mm-hmm. you just have to remember what these things do because they're like, nobody nobody tells you at the beginning. Um, so I, I don't know why I don't mind it in Binding of Isaac, and I have some issues with it in Don't Starve because yeah. it, it seems very unfair to to put them on on two different. I honestly haven't um, played, I've only played Binding of Isaac just a little, little bit, so I can't really talk to Binding Isaac. Mm-hmm. I can talk to Don't Starve. I personally don't enjoy permadeaths that don't have something, um, meaning that like I'm not gaining something out of the experience. Yeah, I you have. want to have some persistence. The, the only real persistence, I guess, in, in Don't Starve is that you have experience points that for the amount of time that you live, and it goes on the amount of days that you've experienced there that gives you points that go into a total to unlock new characters that you can use. What does? Don't uh, start? Yeah. Sure. Uh, it doesn't really tell you that though. No, it doesn't. It <laughs> so very like much that, it is like once again, it's another like mystery secret thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't, so then you have to like track your own and it's just kind of annoying in general. So like I want the, I like those things to be visible, so sure. I know, like, oh, okay, yeah, I've died eight times, but it's okay. If I die two more times, I'll get to unlock somebody. Have you know? played a Rogue Legacy? Oh, uh, a while ago. Okay, because yeah. that that sounds very much yeah. like what you're talking about. Whereas, yeah. yes, it's a roguelike, but there is persistence in there. You are gaining new abilities and things that that will make it easier to get farther as you go in. Yeah, and that's um, personally what. I like out of those types of games. I'm with you. If it doesn't have those, I just feel like I've wasted a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, not that they're not fun, because Don't Starve is really fun, and I just bought the the Don't Starve shipwreck because it was interesting and wanted to play it and mm-hmm. see what was going on. But it is hard for me to play it over and over like some people, just because I do feel like I'm, I'm wasting. I actually have a Don't Starve save on my phone. <laughs> That I won't go into because I've gotten really far. Oh yeah, like I've gotten to like day twenty something. Like wow, pretty far. It's well for me. Sure, this is not far for like I mean, actual. It's, it's people. far for me too. But yeah. like I've gotten to like day twenty something or whatever. But I don't want to go back into the game mm-hmm. because a I don't even remember anymore <laughs> like what I need to do next. Because right. how much time so, do you have? Yeah, there's so many set things that down. you need to do because winter starts coming and like that's a whole other thing. Um, and if you're not prepared, then you die. And so I just don't want to die. So I won't play the game. And like, I feel like that's not a great thing, but obviously they're doing great for sure. And maybe I'm just a small one subset of, the, of it. Well, one of the really cool things is that they're, they're really listening to the community on this one. Like you said, this has a, a pretty solid community on, on things like Twitch and, yeah. and their forums. And, uh, this game was in beta for a really long time and it was a real beta, not one of those, Hey, just play the demo of the game thing and uh but like they got feedback they changed elements there were things that people thought were unfair and they changed them there are things people thought were too easy and they made Mm. them harder um so clay i think is doing a really good job listening to their fans except for me when i say please bring mark of the ninja to the vita they they (laughs) they have not listened to me on that one well me (laughs) because i want there to be some more persistent uh, elements in a 
uh, permadeath game, but yeah. like I said, it's still good, still very good. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a neat game, and I I think when we talk about um, our fourth game here, we'll have even more to say about Don't Starve, and and I think we can give more of a complete thing since we'll we'll have things to compare and contrast it to. But um, yeah. yeah. Do you remember how much Don't Starve is? Don't Starve, I believe, Five is fifteen. Or fifteen. Well, fifteen on Vita. I think it's. I think it's cheaper on mobile. I would imagine it would I be. Think, I thought it was. I could be wrong, but I thought it was like five bucks. And and I think that speaks to the inequality that we talked about with yeah. with is nobody's going to buy a fifteen dollar iPhone game, but people will buy fifteen dollar mm-hmm. Vita games and fifteen dollar um, uh, PC games and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, sure. So yeah, I mean, if you wanna if you wanna try it really cheaply, then I would say go go for the iOS version. And if you really like it, then look for it on Steam, where it's it's on sale very often on Steam uh, or on Vita. And actually, you know, for Steam, it might be cheaper too. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it's just more expensive on Vita. Probably now too, because it's uh, the original version. I'm sure it's probably a little bit cheaper mm-hmm. since they have like what four plus versions now yeah if you if you can get into the vanilla one I would so then they yeah can i would imagine that it's the original version is probably cheaper once again i'm not 100 percent sure but yeah. it wouldn't shock me I, I, it's it's always been on my steam wish list but i was always waiting for it to come to vita mm. so i never ended up buying it but i get the emails from valve going like hey a, a game on your wish list <laughs> is on sale and don't starve is on there quite a bit so yeah. uh there there are ways to get this game cheaply and i think it's worth playing for yeah. sure Oh yeah, definitely. Especially if you haven't ever played the um, the survival kind of genre mm-hmm. in the permadeath kind of genre, it's a very very good adaptation of that genre. Do you think and this is a good entry point for for those kind of people, or do you think it's a little too punishing? They're all punishing, <laughs> and so like if you want to get into it. Like, yeah, get into it on mobile. It's only, like sure. I said, I think it's like $5. It's easy to just start playing and dying and learning. Um, yeah. Something I thought was interesting, I just want to touch on real quickly, sure. is that the, um, that the survival games, and you kind of mentioned this a little bit, um, are dark in general. Um, and they're dark. We've had a, I've had a couple of different conversations with my friends about this because of the sanity Mm-hmm. And, like, sanity is such an interesting thing that we don't gauge in real life. Like, yeah. we're not, like, there's people who are insane, but, like, generally we don't, like, know or yeah. gauge our own it's, insanity. It's a, meta, it's a metaphysical question of how how yeah. many screws loose do you have to have before you're insane. Yeah, but in um, survival games, you do have this mechanic, which is very interesting. And it makes all, almost pretty much all survival games dark. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that, the sanity thing. Sure, and that like, if you're trying to build tension, there's yeah. it's a very easy thing to do. Of just well, hey, just cut off, cut off one of their senses. And yeah. when you're playing, when you're playing a game, you you don't really have much in the way that you can do with sense of smell or uh, sense of touch, more or less. I mean, you can do rumble stuff, but um, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's sound or it's visuals at yeah. that point, and. Uh, yeah, if you can cut away something that the player sees, like that, definitely ups the tension and and makes the sur- the survival instincts kick in a little bit more. So I understand why they do it. Yeah, it's just interesting. I just think it's interesting that the survival games are pretty much all kind of a little bit darker. Mm-hmm. 
not necessarily like scary, kind of like I said, Tim Burton esque, like darker, light or, or even Burton. just like using Dark. using a day night cycle and mm-hmm. and using the like the tried and true Minecraft way of hey, explore in the daytime and then hide in the nighttime because things yeah. get things get bad and, yes. and that's very much uh, the way Don't Starve plays it as well. Of, mm-hmm. Hey, in the daytime, you need to like use your time wisely. You need to build stuff because the nighttime, you have you have things that you absolutely need to do in the nighttime. So there are things that you want to do in the daytime, so you're prepared for that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good game. It's it a good is game. Uh, I will definitely be playing it more. Uh, as, as yeah, now you know how to catch the rabbits. Now that I know how to catch these rabbits, I think I'm <laughs> I think I'm solid. I'm definitely going to beat your 20 day mark my first try. <laughs> no problem. No problem at all. I did find there are there are uh, things that you can just find in the world because they're all randomly seated. Yep. Um, so I found the the life giving amulet one time, which is which is one of the few yeah, items that lets you die and come back. Yep. And I didn't even know that's what it did when I first got it. So I was just like, okay, cool. I probably got some health back. And it's like, no, I I looked at my health meter. Like it just didn't go up at all. This yeah. whatever, and I didn't even think about it. Yep. And then I died much later. Uh, well, not that much later, and then came back and oh, hey, I'm alive again, and that's that's what that thing must do, and and that sense of discovery on just finding an item, not not knowing what it does, and then learning what it does is is kind of a cool mechanic, and, and something that this game and a lot of survival games have in, in spades on that. So yeah, nice. and something to think uh, to talk about too that we haven't um, touched on our uh, the other games is that. Um, this game is randomly generated, um, which means each time that you play it, it's completely different. Um, you still have all the same elements, but they're in different areas, um, and the map is completely different because it's always randomly generated every time you play it. That goes for the past game that we talked about, too, um, Ridiculous Fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, the order that they fish show up in you know, is kind of... Uh, set, but then it's random how many there are. Mm-hmm. And then the the other game we talked about, the Lorecraft Go, that was a totally coded, not randomly generated. As a puzzle every, game, it kind of needs exactly. to be crafted. It's all like yeah, and it's not that one's bad or good, but it's just it's a different style of game. Mm-hmm. And just knowing that, but yeah, the randomly generated um, world makes it really fun. And I think yeah. that's why Twitch people pick it up because sure. you can just Absolutely. keep playing it. It's different each time, and that's one of the, the fun things about watching it mm-hmm. is is that. You're you're not being you're learning about the game, but you're not being told exactly what to do. Uh, that's something that I, I've really enjoyed. Like I've I've started getting into watching uh, more streaming stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't stream myself mainly because my internet is not strong enough to do that. <laughs> um, but I have enjoyed watching people play games like Spelunky or play games mm-hmm. like Binding of Isaac or yep. play. I, I haven't watched any Don't Starve streams. I probably will end up now, yeah, that, you we, should watch, now that we've uh, done the show. Yeah, you should watch the Shipwreck Dicks. Right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just because um, it's different, it's interesting to see. Yeah, what it's and just about. just to see to learn to do that learning that I can do on my own just by playing, but to watch somebody else do it, yeah. I can see how they do it, and there's there's something interesting about that. Yep. Uh, and and I think that's why streaming has become such a, a bigger thing these days and that's why youtube people uh, is ruled by people who do video game stuff and and twitch being a whole place where people can do these video game streams that uh, it's it's a really these games play into it i mean there there are games that are getting made specifically for this format so people can go out and explore and other people can watch and discover those people exploring yeah twitch is fun too because uh, you can 
um, watch, especially with Don't Starve, you can kind of watch someone play, but then if they're like stuck on something and asking, how do I do this? If you know how, you can kind of like help them. Or yeah, them there is some participatory like, stuff. Hey, does, hey, can we figure out as a team can, or as people watching the stream, can we figure out how to catch the rabbits? Mm-hmm. Like, does anyone know how? Or what do you think? For sure. And you can kind of problem solve as a, a group instead of just by yourself, which yeah. is fun. Like being able to play as a group, and then you have like the opposite end of the spectrum. You have something like AGDQ, the Awesome Games Done Quick, or the Summer Games Done Quick, their, their summer one as well, where you have people who have mastered these games. And now they're going to show you not only how to beat it really quickly and speed run it, but uh, they're going to be able to tell you things that you never knew about some of your favorite games. Like, hey, I learned so much about Super Mario Brothers 3 just by watching somebody else speed run it and talk about, oh, hey, here's here's a glitch thing that, that they didn't mean, the developers didn't mean for you to do in the game, and this is how you can do this, or just the way the game is coded allows you to do this thing that wouldn't normally be a thing you'd consider, but yeah. because of the way the memory works, I can make this enemy go away because there I have so many things on screen just because that's the way the game was coded in there. And that's, that's cool stuff. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, don't starve so far doesn't have any of that. It's not really a game you speed run, but, um, there definitely is that kind of community aspect of learning new things so you can be better. And that's, mm-hmm. that's a cool thing. So, uh, we spent a lot of time talking about don't starve. So let's, yeah, I think it's a big game. It is. It was one of those uh, bigger games. Really, really fun on Vita. Uh, I you can vouch for its funness on the iOS. Yeah, I play. I I have an iPhone six plus, so a little bit different than maybe most of the people on mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love it. And it's on uh, iPad too, as well. Yep. Sure. Uh, so yeah, lots of lots of good ways to play it. Uh, yeah. Ryan, uh, why don't you tell us where people can find you on the internet? Yeah, you can check us out at livingnerdlife.com. And then on Twitter at Team Nerdlife. And then you can check me out on Instagram at R-Y-Z-N. That's at Risen. Cool. Awesome. Well, uh, we'll be back with our, with our fourth, uh, fourth and final uh, piece for this, this chunk of games that we're doing. Yep. And, uh, and we'll get that to you here real soon. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Hey,